to Barrel Proof Radio, the podcast for the Coopers, by the Coopers, and for Louisville City FC as well. You're joining me, Timothy Clark, along with Brian Davis and Amanda Duffy, uh, General Manager of Louisville City FC today. It has been a while since we've been on air. I apologize. We are working to get that back on air. Now with the season upon us in less than two weeks, we'll hopefully have more of these coming out maybe weekly. Hopefully bi-weekly. We say that every time, but... We'll see what happens. Uh, we Amanda, can do bi-weekly. Yeah, why not? Bi-weekly. 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 Be, yeah. We can always build. Ish. Uh, welcome to the show, you all. Uh, how's everyone doing? Good. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for Lots to talk me. about. Yeah, a whole lot. Where do you want to start with? Well, I have a list. <laughs> Special effects there. What do you want to what do we want to start talking about? We've got since we've been on last, here's some things that have happened in the world of football. There you go. Um, let's see. MLS stopped their work their work shot, uh, stoppage. Did not go through. I guess the players or the players really got it handed to them a little bit. Got hosed mm-hmm. with the uh, thingy. Uh, U.S. stuff, which you know, kind of my cup of tea. We've got the new blue jerseys out. If you've seen them, they're nice. We have a pro. Uh, yeah. I'm a bomb pop guy. Yeah, I hate the bomb pop. We've discussed. Agree yeah. to disagree. Agree to disagree. All right, um, but I like them. I think they could have been better, but I don't think they're bad. And uh, I'm waiting to get mine. Um, <laughs> Gold cups coming up. Can't wait for that. This summer. I mean, what a great summer for U.S. soccer. You've got the Women's World Cup in June uh, in Canada. Go, go, go if you get the opportunity. I'll be in Vancouver, by the way. Oh, nice. A little uh, humble brag. Um, World Cup game, or the Gold Cup. Uh, we've got a game in Texas, game in uh, Boston, another one in Kansas City. Mm. Go to Kansas City if you get the opportunity. Uh, it's an awesome place to catch a game if you've ever been there. Phenomenal. It'll be at the Cauldron. Um, and then we have, uh, they just announced the... If the U.S. advances the way they should, it should be Baltimore, Atlanta, and then finally the final will be in Philadelphia. Interesting. So, At PPL Park. Yeah. That's a good final. So, yeah, it's a good set of ga- good stuff. They announced the games. I think it's Haiti, Panama, and... Maybe Honduras. Mm, I think they have Honduras? To, Honduras, maybe. They have to sneak in. Yeah. there's a, They announced our group. I don't remember yes. who it was. Um, but, yeah, so that happened. And uh, then what we were talking about, you know, this has been a while. U.S. men teams finally won a game after the World Cup. We beat mm. Panama. And then uh, I, I like the idea of the three at the back, but I don't know if we have time to really talk about that. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yes. You I, played three at the back in the game? Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, played three. Started, did a half against Colombia. And then he went back to a four in the back. Chile. Chile, they played Chile. three at the back. They got beat up a bit. Yeah, they got beat up a, a bit. A lot of crosses, so. a lot yeah. of wing play. They couldn't stop. Yeah, so anyway, cool stuff like that. EPL is going on. Thinks Chelsea's to lose. You have no idea that the Amanda doesn't know anything other than Mm-mm. LCFC. That's it. <laughs> Not nothing else. But uh, Chelsea's up, and then you've got City in second. Arsenal, United, Liverpool, Southampton, and then my Spurs really pooped the bed this weekend. They did. Not good at all. Not good at all. I mean, it's a six-point swing. We were watching it against the grain, and I really thought Harry Kane was going to put two in on him. I thought he was just hot. It's disappointing. Bad, 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 bad stuff going Southampton on. Southampton is my amazing pick. I can't believe they're still up there. I thought they dropped in the middle of the table, but they're staying on there. They sold half their team, got rid of their coach, and then they're and still, having a better year. It's amazing. Oh, or French. Okay, so I'm seeing now uh, in the group, it looks like United States, Panama, Haiti, and either Honduras or French Guiana. France. Which I don't know who you want there. Doesn't matter. Rebels and or Islanders. No, For those uh, of you that don't know, we just want to win. If we win, yes. we get automatic qualification to the Confederations Cup. If we don't win, there'll be a one-game playoff to get in the Confederations Cup. If you don't know why the Confederations Cup's important, it's because it is the pre-match tournament in Russia. 
the year before you play in Russia and you get to get all your logistics and all your nightmare situations out of the way. Um, I was reading an article about it a while back and they said Italy, when they went to the Confederations Cup uh, before Brazil, uh, they had all their pasta was confiscated by uh, uh, immigration, or not immigration, but because it wasn't proper, th- you know, it didn't what? properly get in the. Well, we don't think about these things, right? If you travel in the U.S., LCFC's players don't have to worry about That's what they're going to eat. Right. Because the food's going to be the same here as it is in Seattle, blah, blah, blah. Well, here's the deal. If you're from a different culture, good point. You go, you go from Italy to Brazil, the food's a lot different. So teams have to bring their own food, they have to bring all this logistical stuff, and it's a nightmare. So uh, we want to go early, get that out of the way, get an opportunity to go there, play some serious games, you know, have an opportunity to maybe get a trophy or get, but have serious games in the environments we're going to be in. So it's a big deal. We, we need to win this Gold Cup. I think they have McDonald's in Russia. Yeah, but I you don't know. Ath- I mean, I don't know. Look at me. I'm not an athlete, but I don't think athletes eat. <laughs> no, they don't. Of course I don't not. think that's with Coach O'Connor. Okay. <laughs> Coach O'Connor be okay with that? Mm, no. That's a question for he him. wouldn't tell you if they I were. I can't yeah. speak for him on that, that question. <laughs> uh, Amanda, I want to welcome you to the show. Specifically, you are our general manager. Brian, thank you for that, by the way. Um, that's what I'm here for. I know you've still got a lot to talk about. That's I idea. always have a lot to talk about. Um, Amanda, I want to start with you on how you got to Louisville. What was your path to get here? Well, I was working at, the, at USL, the mm-hmm. league office, since um Started there in 2007, actually. So came back from, I guess, just to kind of take it a little bit further backwards and give you the long version of it, um, if that's okay with you. Yeah, I mean, I've got your stats. I'd list them all. I'll (laughs) let you do it. I don't know anything. I want to hear. There you go. Go back. So I'll I'll take you back to 2005. I was doing my uh, master's degree at East Carolina. Mm -hmm. And as part of that, finishing up that coursework, did an internship at USL, which was my first introduction to the league office side. I had played in the W League already a number of years, um, was familiar with some of the staff at the league office, so just had some good connections and um, just something I was interested in, in learning a little bit more about that league side. Came down, had a great experience, um, but still was pursuing some playing opportunities. Ended up going to Sweden for uh, a year and uh, played over there. Denmark's IF, correct? That's correct. That's correct. (laughs) EF, that is. EF. Um, Okay. So uh, played there, and then at the end of that season just felt like it was time to kind of take the next step and um, leave that playing portion of it behind. and. Mm move on in in my career, my professional career. So I was fortunate enough to reach back out to some of the leadership, um, including Tim Holt, who recently has just left USL, um, and was able to to get a position, get back to to the league office, back to Tampa, and that just morphed into one position into several others while I was there. So spent almost eight years Mm -hmm. there, um, and then an opportunity came up here with Louisville City um, I knew uh, my predecessor, Jorn Buholtz, had known him for a number of years back in the days when um, USL Pro was USL First Division, USL Second Division. Jorn was working with the USL First Division, one of those teams. So had met Jorn through um, a number of conferences and mm-hmm. working with him from a league-to-team uh, relationship. Uh, so had that relationship also uh, working with uh, Phil Rollins and the ownership of Orlando City when they started in Austin, um, I was already at the league office, so was uh, had worked with them um, and had built a relationship with them over the, the years um, that they were in Austin, then moved to Orlando, and with Louisville City having the 
affiliation with Orlando City. Um, there was a, a natural um, connection and um, relationship and comfort level with exploring this opportunity. So um, from there, things just um, fell into place and made sense for me, right time and uh, right opportunity uh, to make a move from a very great and comfortable position that I was in at, at USL. We feel very lucky to have you. Um, I want to point out to the fans that you have quite an acumen, is what you've just said. You've not only played for the Hampton Roads Piranhas, uh, Central Florida Crush, and the Rally Wings, but at your East Carolina stint, uh, you were the all-time leader in points at 83, uh, leader in goals, 33, so you know how to score one, uh, second in assists, so you know how to create them, and you were a four-year letter woman as well on top of that. Yes. What position did you play? I started out as a forward, moved back to attacking mid uh, my senior season, and mm. then stayed stayed in that position the rest of the uh, seasons that I played after college. So it seems to suit your your role. Yes. Oh, I like that. Um, do you care if we call you La Generalissima? <laughs> We're good with nicknames here. La Generalissima? La Generalissima. Is that correct? Yeah. La. Oh, okay. I mean, it's either El Generalissimo, but we'll stick with Feminina. Let's see what you can spit out over the course of, God, I don't know. of the next half hour. Poor Jordan was called Babyface. <laughs> I think face. we just lost baby Brian yeah, with that. So. <laughs> we did. He's gone. I'm out of here. That's all right. We were only a drink and a half in Good anyway. Good you guys. Um, so, yeah, Senior Director of W League, Director of Operations, and Director of USL Pro. So you have quite the experience. How do you feel like this is going to be different? Well, um, some of the challenges we've already faced um, have been – very different from anything you experience in a league office. Mm -hmm. I mean, managing um, through the preseason side of things with, of course, we, we're a little unique, I guess I should say, as far as some of the startup mm -hmm. projects we've had going on with um, putting a retractable mound into a baseball stadium, mm -hmm. um, our training grounds being constructed, um, or put, I guess, uh, irrigation and uh, fencing and at the back of a public park. <clears throat> to make that our own exclusive training location, the locker room construction, mm -hmm. um, and there's some of the other, um, you know, support and ancillary pieces that come along with those projects. So, you know, you don't you don't work on those types of things mm -hmm. in a league office and navigate through those construction projects and and all the the fun pieces that come with it. Um, <clears throat> and then of course working up against the deadline with, you know, the mound in particular, you gotta. That, that has to work by yeah. a certain point. Um, with the training ground, you can you can find some other locations to use and some of those other things. So, um, so it's it's definitely more hands on, and I, I guess the great thing about it is you're seeing you're seeing results for your work um, in a in a more material way. I okay. think to say, I mean, from a league office, you're more giving guidance. Mm -hmm. um, is it more long term? It, it's longer term, okay. a strategic standpoint. Whereas right now, you're every day is there's something specific, mm -hmm. and you're trying to build um, an organization, a team, the framework of it um, to to get it in place for for long term purposes as well. But you see more immediate satisfaction mm -hmm. and gratification with with what you're working on. So it's it's really neat to 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 be a part of that, um, to be a part of it from literally the beginning. Um, to put all these pieces in place. And I, I definitely think we're going to have a great base to build off of. And right now it's, you know, getting all these things accomplished, get them, get them ready for us to have a great opener, a great inaugural season. Um, but still at the same time, make sure this base is very solid so that the foundation we can grow on and build off of uh, quickly um, and 
with with good focus. Brian, you got anything? It's more of a micro versus macro view. That's, that's how you say it. it. There you that's go. That's how you say Very it, right? Good, yeah. Very concise. Thank you. That's Thank why you're you. here. I have a real day job. <laughs> you do that kind of stuff. No, okay, so um, with the mound, I've heard a rumor that Martin and Tim are going to have to go out and shovel back the mound after every game. Wow. True or false? I would have to say that's probably false. False. So is well, it, why can't I? Why, wait a minute. So is it going to be want like to? hydraulics where it lowers down into the ground? Is it really? Yes. Get yes. out. This is yeah. space age. That is awesome. No, 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 no one else kidding. is doing this. I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah. It's like a rock show. Are they going to do it while we're there so we get to like cheer the mound as it comes up and oh, down? Oh, no, that would be cool. No, unfortunately mm. not. So it takes about, we had our first time test last week. 20 minutes. Just under 10 minutes. Oh. You hit the button and you can see it very slowly move up or down. Can um, we have a contest for who gets to hit the button? <laughs> we can talk about it. Oh, okay. I like, I like hey, this. I like this. Better than nothing. <laughs> this is phenomenal. Like, this, makes me, this makes me happy. This was worth getting out of work early today. I'm going to tell you that right now. To potentially hit the button. Hit the button. Just one time. That's all I'm asking. Is it a red button? It's got to be a red button. Don't push the red button. Let me say, if you can find the button... Uh, no, I don't want to do it like during games or like I want to. Well, I want to make it a ceremony. I want to make it a thing. Oh. I want to make it like a the hitting of the button. I mean, this should be like a, yeah, this should be like a thing, like the honorary ball boy that gets to come out in, or the uh, UPS guy that delivers the football before the UK game. I mean, this should be a thing. The honorary button masher. Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah. Take your founder's plaque. Get rid of it. Look, the, the that plaque. look she's giving you is, is I can't explain this. It's okay, The well, tens of people listening to this are not going to be influenced by my thoughts. <laughs> I'll I think be anxious to see how many support, support you, though. I have started, You'd be surprised. Hey, I have started Twitter handles before after okay. uh, uh, trips to ask ask the mayor about that. for those Oh, yeah, Finding Fisher. Find, uh, where's Mayor Fisher? That should be a movie. That was a thing. That was a real thing. We'll talk about it off the thing. It okay. Was, we, it was a... If you'd listen to the historical barrel proofs, then mm-hmm. you would know the story of fine Mayor Fisher. Yeah, we have archives now. That's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big time. Congratulations. I guess. <laughs> People you listen. Keep up with a rota- or with a uh, mound that goes up and down to the ground with hydraulics. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Screwjacks. Screwjacks, yeah. Now, is that a real did word, or did they have to... <laughs> <laughs> they just made that up. Yeah, just as... Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, sorry. What Let else you got? I don't know. Oh, Okay. Uh, I got a question just because I was researching this the other day. In the last four years, USL has seen an increase in attendance. I don't know if they talked about that at the AGM when you guys went to Tampa. Do you feel like it's gaining it? Again, this is third division, mm-hmm. pushing for second division potentially. Do you feel like the USMT women's national team, do you feel like they're actually they're helping USL grow or is USL growing themselves? Uh, I think it's a lot of uh, natural um, growth, but the partnership with Major League Soccer was a significant piece to the growth of USL. Um, When you think back to 2009, 2010, when it was that period where it was USL First Division, Mm -hmm. USL Second Division, and then you have the group of owners in USL, one uh, breakaway. Uh, it was just a very turbulent period, and and I think for the next uh, couple of years, it was a matter of uh, people just sort of finding their place, uh, the leagues finding their place, and what was going to work, and um, the best way to really navigate out of that period and and um, put the league in the best position that it could be in. And um, it, I mean, it was a very uh, committed conversation, and and um, 
important conversation, but we're, we're very fortunate to have the MLS partnership and mm-hmm. I think that just gave us a direction um, that we were able to really grab a hold of and, um, and, and just grow with. Uh, as a league and and the teams were able to grasp a hold of that and find a way to um as as an or as individual organizations uh, make the most of it in their individual markets so from from a league side it gave us uh it gave the league a better um <clears throat> platform and structure to 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 sit on and mm-hmm. grow from and and the leagues have just been very uh or the teams have been very fortunate from that respect to um there's interest in it there's excitement with it um you know, is it necessarily uh, so exciting to, to go play a second team in L.A., Portland, Seattle, Toronto? Um, not necessarily. I mean, you ultimately you want these the MLS is that exciting element of it, but there's so many more resources for our teams now mm-hmm. to be able to do for us. You know, we we're not we have an affiliate with MLS, but we're here an independent team in this market and can really make the most of of this opportunity. And because of that partnership and the other aspects that the um, that we have because of it, we're just in a better, we have more resources to do more with. Um, and, you know, just the focus on supporters groups, the focus on um, just a proper business structure and um, ticket sales staff, sponsorship mm-hmm. staff, front, the proper front office staff, and um, player salaries increases. So there's just so many other pieces that have really improved um, that the league can focus on now. Um, just they have to as a as a partner to MLS. Well, they have those things to focus on now. Correct. Okay. Correct. Neat. So because they didn't have, they wouldn't have had that same kind of structure in the past. When no, they were... and it, the mentality changed from um, how do we find ways to not lose money to like how do we if we play less games then we lose less money. Ah. To now if we have more games there's more opportunity to generate revenue. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a a real shift in that ownership frame of thinking a few years back that have that's i think has really helped change some of the dynamic that you see with this league interesting yeah. i don't think you can grow any business if you're trying to figure out ways to not lose money good I mean, point you have to be proactive with anything i mean it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it is you have to be an aggressive to you know intelligently aggressive but you have to be uh, you want to have to go out there and find ways to make this work as opposed mm-hmm. to saying i mean i think it's the wrong way. Well, if we play less games, we don't lose as much money. That's just that's it's the negative defeatist. Thinking. Yeah, sure. there's no way, and that sends a bad message to every owner. That sends a bad message to every front office person. Oh, they're just trying to figure out a way just to stay afloat until you know. So. Well, to Brian's point, in the past, where USL might have been out looking for sponsorships and things, are f- other businesses more aggressive now to work with USL? Have you experienced any of that yet? Well, from from our perspective, we've had great feedback and support from the sponsorship side and, and mm-hmm. of course from a from a ticket side also with where we are with our season tickets uh sold at this point so can you elaborate on that <laughs> certainly we uh have officially moved into second place oh wow. um, suck it la across the league so those gross um yeah so we've done yes. so we've done well from a from a ticket sales side of that's things. behind and sacramento right Correct. Oh. Correct. And and we think there may be a little carrot that they're dangling out there in Sacramento with the potential of MLS expansion. Yeah, yeah. Um, that might be helping their deposits go um, a, a little bit quicker. So, mm-hmm. um, so we feel good about that. And um, from a league side of it, though, the league is always because it's a little bit different. It's not a single entity like mm-hmm. like MLS is. So, with the independent franchise system. 
um, a lot of the things, you know, from, for example, a hotel partnership. For the league, they just, they allow us to negotiate here locally in our market so Smart. that we can get the best deal here. Um, and it could be better. Right now it would be better than something that they could negotiate from a national standpoint across the league. So they've, that's you know one example of how they've left that in our hands mm-hmm. rather than trying to do something that's nationally based. That makes sense. I think at this point that makes more sense because you're responsible for hotels for the visiting, yeah. team. visiting team, right? <clears throat> Correct. Yeah, Which I, it makes more sense to leave it locally. Yeah, you have more levers to pull when you're Absolutely. local. Sure. Well, you, it should be the other way around, but you're more, if it's your money, you're more motivated to negotiate a better deal, whereas uh, if it's yeah. a national thing, you should have more leverage, but you're less, that person's less motivated to True. negotiate the best possible deal with Hilton, Marriott, whoever it happens to be. Have you or guys started the, those? The hotel, eight, I hope you're putting like a Hotel 6. Yeah, <laughs> the seediest hotel in town, right? Yep. No, seediest, there's, there's no dirtiest, there's no dirtiest hotel. Welcome, St. Louis. Louis you yeah. love Come on place. to Louisville. Welcome to the Roach Motel. Oh, that should be part of a TIFO. Absolutely. How's your room? Yeah, how's your room? <laughs> how's the service? August, I hope you're listening. Augustus, I hope you're listening. <laughs> oh, that's awful. This is great. Uh, hey, now I have a question. Go so, for speaking it. Speaking of our relationship with... Um, our relationship is fine, Brian. We don't need City. to work on it. Um... And this is for not for me, yep. but this is for some of our li- asking for a friend. Uh, no, this is legit asking for a friend. I heard this before. Uh oh. When are we going to see Breck Shea here playing at oh. Slugger Field? <laughs> it's the it's the Shea friendly? versus Fondy, hair versus hair. The friendly. Mm. That's a good question. And she doesn't want to answer it. You can see it. <laughs> okay. Next question. When can I buy a jersey? There you go. Soon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm out of here. Yeah. See you guys later. Those are the two. That was the last two questions on the list, and they're gone. That is it. On, Would, that, on that big sheet Unless you want to talk about Hope it? Solo being back. That's all I got. Is that... I don't know if that's a good one to broach. Nope. Neither one of those, or none of the three of those we're allowed to talk about. I feel like that's a really hitting headline. I'm ready for my jersey. I, I'm ready for it right now. I've only got two weeks. I'm going to have a name and a number on the back. I, I am ready out. for you to Your have name or? No, we're doing the, the wife and I do the, it's it's now become a thing. We do the same jersey. You guys saw the AO jersey we have, right? Yes. The ones I took to Brazil? Yes. No. You same. haven't heard this? Uh, Should I tell people? Yeah, go for it. It's a thing? Okay. We got time. Uh, I get a jersey on the back and it's got the number 99 and it says problems across it. Mm-hmm. And my, my wife gets one that's number one and says ain't across the back. <laughs> That's cute. So it's hilarious. And the good news is I can wear it. <laughs> like how she's taking this. No, my, she loves it. She thinks it's fantastic. And the good news is I can wear it when she's not around, uh, and it's still awesome. 90, yeah. Where she can't wear one, that one without me around, because who wants to wear a shirt that says ain't one? But I got a 99 problem shirt. That's hilarious no matter where you are. So, yes, I haven't. I so have, you'll do the same with, with the Little City jerseys? Uh, yeah, I think so. Shouldn't you do something unique? Oh, I, does it get more unique than ninety nine problems? Yeah, but you've you've done that uniqueness, so now it's not unique. Well, we were talking about the blue jersey earlier, and that's what the um, consensus was. I asked around to people who care about these things, and they said you got to run with it. If so the you're wife, going with what works. If the wife's getting a jersey, we're getting matching jerseys. We're getting the ninety nine problems, and getting. I don't like player jerseys. I've never been a big fan of them. I don't yeah. think. I think there's. I don't know. I was if anything, I was gonna get the blue. I was gonna get a General Bradley one because that's funny. The General Bradley. But uh, I think we're gonna stick with it. So yeah, I need to get time to get the logo on the back and do the thing. So chop chop. On it. <laughs> I've seen the mock-ups. Really? Oh, uh, don't seen. tease us. Are they? 
Can they you look can good. say anything other they than they look good. good? Are they like are they like 1996 denim jerseys? Oh, if they're denim, I'm buying <laughs> it. Have you seen the? Have you seen the you I'm seen buying the it. Oh, don't be offended. Jerseys? No, I don't think we so. We will discuss later. Okay. National championship team. You don't ever dog national champion. <laughs> we'll discuss off the air. Okay. But so we're gonna leak it out there. They're gonna look like they're gonna be a tribute to, to the 2000, yeah. uh, the 1996 UK Wildcat National Championship denim jerseys. Denim jerseys. They're phenomenal. There you I mean, go, fans. All hail Tony Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets <denim>. out. <laughs> I don't know. Purple, purple denim. denim. Is that a song? See, hey, I didn't see Prince last night, so I've got. I'm. I wore purple because that's what you do. I would have wore a purple jersey, but I couldn't get a hold of one. <laughs> That was, I'm sure that was an amazing show. You guys should have sponsored the Prince concert. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Purple Rain, Rocky, baby. Rocky by LCFC. He drops in, Purple yeah, Rain by LCFC. With, with a week notice. We'll Tr- get on Truly that. Prince should sponsor LCFC. LCFC, yeah, no kidding. When I think of that. Well, we are too late to it. We had a podcast a month ago. Yeah, this would have been taken care of. <laughs> uh, since we can break away from the denim, I guess. Uh, let's assume that USL expands, Amanda, into okay. 40 teams. It's a big league. That's a big league. Do you see two divisions? Do they break back up? Is it one league, two conferences, four divisions? What does it look like? Um, I think it could be any number of those things, honestly. <sighs> they've <laughs> Well, to clarify for people that aren't listening or that are or listening, may that, that may not know, <laughs> that are listening or may not know, they the other way around. It's two conferences, right? You play it's two conferences. Right now we're in two conferences. Home and away with everyone in the other conference, right? Correct. And then you play everyone in ours. Three or four Four games with everybody, two home, two away with everybody in our conference. Is that correct? That's a lot of games. Well, not so, everybody. Right. So no. We play Pittsburgh three times, it's, St. Louis four times. I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. So we do in our don't. conference a home and away. Way. And then it goes to regional opponents, which is how. Um, so we have St. Louis four times, Pittsburgh three, and then Tulsa and Oklahoma is our crossover. Mm hmm into the other conference. As close, as close west as we can I'm get. I'm not going to yeah. Tulsa, Oklahoma, or I don't think I'm going to Pittsburgh. So um, Pittsburgh's great. They're good people in Pittsburgh. Brand new stadium, two years, three That's six, true. Three how, years? Drives the, how far is the drive to Pittsburgh? That's the important question. Six yeah. hours? Six hours. As far as Toronto? Five hours. Depending on how you drive. Uh, Five and a half hours. There you go. At 90. <laughs> 90 miles an hour. Can we... Can we leak out the uh, the the info that we have that we are definitely have a bus ready to go to St. Louis for the game? Looks like you already did. Oh, by the way, <laughs> no, we will be taking a. We, we found a. Uh, I think that could be. I did that. Um, no. no, we have a. We have a. We have we have found a bus company that is. Just going, don't leak the name of the bus. Company. No, I'm not. But uh, we have quotes and everything for uh, for the dates and the trips to the uh, St. Louis game. So, Coopers, if you want to go, we should probably get on that. Soon, mm, probably. Think. But uh, no, got that figured out. We can focus on that after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And it's also, you know, I also did the same time the uh, trip to Nashville that the men's team may or may not be playing. Oh, okay. July third. <clears throat> it's not oh. official. Look yeah. at you swinging around. See, I did. Yeah. I know people. I got connections. There anyway. Go. So yeah. So Pittsburgh's <laughs> the closest outside of St. Louis. We're not Louis. home that day. That's a little far away. Uh, oh, we aren't. No, we're not. What? July. Uh, no, no. We are home July fourth. Right. That's where we're doing the bus trip that day. Oh, are there fireworks after the July fourth game? We plan on having fireworks. Will Willie no, Nelson be there? Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's 100%. my way of saying yes. yes. Was that absolutely yes? <laughs> and can Tim Martin and I be in charge of the fireworks? <laughs> Who? Oh, I, yeah. um, I don't no, know. No, no, no. Bad idea. Bad, bad idea. idea. Look at bad Tim idea. Martin and yeah. you. Let's let, let's stick with the mound. <laughs> I think there might be. Can Hibby be in charge of the fireworks? Can we put Hibby in a barrel? 
Can, can Hibby so what be, other kind of fun stuff? Of the Actually, we talked about this. What other kind <laughs> of fun Hibby. stuff? You'll meet him. Game day experiences. What what kind of? You know, we talked about the march, and we mm-hmm. talked about the tailgating, which we're going to do outside of the stadium. We didn't talk about the march. Well, here. we're going to talk no, about No, we have it on the march oh, here. we are going to talk mm-hmm. so, about it. But, I mean, it. you're going to have a march, right? So everybody knows you're going to have a march. And we're going to have tailgating outside the stadium because, you know, that's what you do. And there's going to be other options for people that maybe want to do a longer march. And we've, you know, kicked around some different ideas. What else can people expect from a game day experience? I think somebody was asking about, is it Portland where they uh, the Lumberjack comes out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, what kind of cool stuff, unless you don't want to leak it, can we expect to see out of the LCFC games? We're still um, putting some pieces in place for for the opener. We've talked about some really cool things that with um, <clears throat> is it Timber Jack, Timber Joey, Timber Joey. Yeah, I always want to say Jack. Um, lumber, no chance lumber, of bourbon fountain, bourbon fountain, bourbon, <laughs> bourbon fountain. Fountain. Chocolate oh. fountains are for sissies. I think you're onto something, man. <laughs> um, Miniature horses with little people riding them. Mi- miniature people with horses riding them? You can't say the word, so smaller people riding miniature horses, like a horse race, like Kentucky Derby stuff? Yeah, I mean, it would, theme-wise, it could, we could tie it in somehow. I, I don't think that's going to be top of our list, though. Just, yeah, they're, they're, it's working its way up. Some of my ideas are good, some are bad, but you just got to keep going. You just throw them against the wall and see, see what, what sticks. That's a, absolutely. One thing we're sure of is there's not going to be a... A fuzzy animal, as it's been termed in the past. <sighs> Thank goodness. Okay. That Thank is you. No river around. bat, no river cougar, no river anything. Nothing. Yeah. What do they? Ha- what are the? What's the baseball team have out a there? Bat. A bat. A, a, a river bat. bat. Yeah, it is a, bat. a flying bat. Keep in mind, no bat lives on uh, a river. Not, not <laughs> a bat well, with wings. Be nice. You're trying to be nice. <laughs> I am nice. All of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> I switched gears quickly. What the? Um. Okay. Well, I mean, we're just, you know, I, I, I'm Don't curious to see. You know, somebody suggested the call to the post whenever we get an offensive uh, offensive uh, um, corner kick or, you know, a free kick in our, and where we're going to be putting the ball into the uh, into the box and all the big guys are going forward, a call to the post would be very cool. That was not my idea, but I think it's a phenomenal idea. Good and local. Stuff like that. Yep. Very local. You know the call to the post. I don't. Oh, I do know, actually. It's, uh... I know, I, who I, I don't. That? Go for it. We I list, don't. I, we, we were way off. I was doing oh. the... da da dun da da dun da And that is not the call to the post. We going. We had That's a... William no. That's William Tell. That's William Tell. Yeah, I'm way off. Don't look at me. You're looking at me like I know. You know well, no, but we were... Da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da-da-dun-da
I think that we were taking aim at him. I hope he's. I love him. No, okay. we, just, we watched Kentucky together. He's okay. Great guy. He's actually great with children. He's when he's I, actually, he, I would be fine with him with my child. Five ten minutes. Even when he is drinking with supervision. What? So anyway, but I think let's, like that let's take control great. here. So, so I mean, I think something like that would be cool. I, I, I'm sure other people have had other ideas, but I think uh, making a very Kentucky experience is a thing. Lots of bourbon. Oh, there will be. Oh, yeah. I heard free bourbon in the uh, fan soda. That's what, what I heard. Pulse. I heard that. Ooh, possibly. Can we get mm. <laughs> I don't like that answer. That, not that was not a true answer. possibility. No, not good at all. No. I don't know. I'm just scared for those kind of questions. These are good questions. These are things we need to decide soon. <laughs> yeah. We've got the, uh, speaking of, we've got the song and chants up on the Cooper's board. So if you want to go learn them, download them to your yeah. phone, have them ready for game day, we can work through those. Can you guys sing a couple? No, hell no. Okay. That's what Augustus is for. Okay. We need Augustus. Yeah, yeah Augustus. and he and he's ready to sing them too. Next podcast. Yeah, why not? In two weeks. Yeah, or a week. Should... Wait, that'll be the game day. Should you uh, do Monday? a little sample so people can beforehand? It would be ideal. Or were you going to put a? Into... You should do a little the clip on online. We do. We have. They're online. They should oh. be. Uh, as, evidently, you're pulling them up now, aren't no, you? We'll do it at the, the next podcast. Augustus, clear your schedule. Yeah. Well, the next podcast will be. I don't want to sing my old Kentucky on the whole thing. Oh, no. Come on. At least the first verse. Well, I'm I not even from this you're country. Singing. My old Kentucky Homes, one of the songs we're going to sing? Yes. Do we have... The I, sun shines bright? The, yeah, the, my old The Kentucky. more modern version. Okay, so not the original version. No, not the original okay. version. That's There's Although he has... radio. I he, he's written it in, though. It's the original that he has posted. But is it going to be up on the screen? Are you guys, Do you guys know anything about this? We are working with them okay. to... Make sure we have it how we need it. As because an avid Kentucky fan, yeah. I can sing my old Kentucky home, but I need help. And it goes up on the screen with a little dancing ball over the words. And if you don't do that, you are on your you own, You need people. the dancing ball, too? You know what I'm talking about? Where they put I know the what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> After daily tailgate. You didn't expect to get grilled like this, did you? <laughs> I do, I do. I can sing it, like, if I know the words that's coming next. <laughs> What that if we just highlight the words next? Is, just, uh, is it I need prefer- to be the dancing ball? Yeah. Now, see, now uh, you have no. you have. Uh, I think uh, if you're gonna put it on, a, if you're gonna put it on a big screen, dancing ball or don't do it at all. Brian, give give us just a little taste right there. You've got the lyrics in front of you. No, I only know the uh, oh, I only on. know the old version. Damn. Apparently, you've never heard Brian sing, and it's not pretty. Well, you say that's you, but what I if you a, are? I have a what if you're being humble? Radio, my friend, and a voice for. I don't know what Morse code. <laughs> This is supposed to be about Amanda. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I'm curious because we're allowed in the U.S. Open Cup. We will we will take part in the U.S. Open Cup, but USL doesn't have anything developed as far as like a Johnstone's paint trophy, if you will. Just a league of their own cup. And my thought was, you know, what if you take the 24 USL teams plus the PDL teams, lump them into a tournament and see what happens. You know, give... Give them a chance to take some glory because generally what happens is the MLS dominates the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, I think the Charleston Battery had the most recent run where they would have won that. Or uh, and I, correct, I know Charleston's going to correct me. I think they might have won one recently. But USL has a hard time getting up into those later stages. Is that something that you'd love to float by the AGM? And if so, you can take credit for it. Yeah, your, your challenge is the PDL season. Yes. It's a Short. May to July, essentially, regular season. A lot of traveling. What was that, four games? 11, oh. 11 weeks. But you already have an Open Cup competition so, going. What's PDL, on top, by the way? 
Professional U- Development. Premier Development. Premier Development League. Okay, it's so what is that? basically a U20. It's college age. Okay. So if you're college, you're playing here in the summer and then going back to your your college game okay. in gotcha. the fall. So it keeps you... keeps you. Pretend I don't know anything when you guys start using these acronyms. That's for the... I know... Fair enough. Pretending for the people that might be listening, for our tens of listeners. There you go. Fair enough. But yeah, like that's that's the idea. PDL is your college level. Um, I guess it would be your academy. Which... What would be subplanted in any other international country? Potentially. I mean, yeah. I mean, you have your younger ages, too, mm-hmm. that, that could go okay, similar go, to the... To an academy style, but <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you're talking about a shortened, shortened season for PDL, so a limited window to do that. And PDL teams are a part of the Open Cup also, so you know, you're you're losing those weeks that they're a part of it. When the USL teams are continuing to play, mm-hmm. you're going into the season, and it just it, from a timing standpoint it would be really challenging to incorporate that. But I think for for USL, they're always game to explore things that make sense and right now a lot of focus on player development so if it's something that would show and and help from a development standpoint um i think can be on the table i guess logistically i'm thinking it's about five or six rounds played over the course of the whole season that Mm -hmm. way you split up i know that travel time is tough but you could probably split it into regional divisions you have pdl and divisions that would probably operate wherever your team is closest, wherever the USL team is. I don't know. I'm just thinking of more ways to promote USL. I guess that's my, my so, point. Along those lines, so we'll be competing, obviously, in USL. Mm-hmm. What other, in the Open Cup, what other competitions? Are those the only two competitions that we're That's the thing. In? That's the, those are the is two Is there an end-of-the-year tournament? Because Americans love tournaments. They love them. Besides the, so it's a EPL style. Well, it's a USL well, playoff. Playoffs. Well, so playoffs. I'm sorry, I meant yeah. tournament playoffs. Oh, there are playoffs. They have a regular season there champion. Playoffs tournaments. I thought they were the same thing. We use I'm playoffs. just messing with you. <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Are they different? Are they? Yeah. Brackets. We all all we do is talk about brackets. <laughs> brackets. 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 <laughs> That's Kentucky. That's Kentucky. Bracketology in bracket, September. Bracket. September 20th. We'll do our selection Sunday. There you go. Oh, we're having a party for it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And there will be plenty of people there. Me? You don't yeah. know what you just got yourself into. <laughs> Heck yeah. We're going to host the show. Um, okay, so U.S. Open Cup. Now, how, how does that work as far as for people that are listening that may not know everything? When do we when do we start into that? How does that work? When will that kick in? Is it third round? So there are a couple rounds before we enter where there will be essentially adult amateur league so pdl that we just learned pre- premier development league u23 okay you're welcome for those of yeah. for, those, hey. for those listening that don't know that acronym so uh, so is my mockingbird actually i'm not on the team by the way if anybody's listening i really want to start playing soccer again anyway yeah next thing so no, Mark wants to play. I got an Irishman <laughs> with me. That's how you get on team. You yeah, find an Irishman there you go. Wants to play too. We'll make him drink after the game. So don't worry about it. Okay, so it starts a couple rounds later, and then yep. we kick in. And then I imagine there's a round or two, and then MLS comes in. Is that right? Correct. So we'll we'll enter on May 20th. The following round, uh, NASL, or which is the following week, the 27th. Um, NASL will come into the competition and then the date after that is in June it's not the immediate following week but I think two to three weeks later uh, MLS teams will come into the competition so pansies and that's probably a separate I would assume that because the tickets are season just so people know 
your season tickets are your regular season tickets, and that's going to be thing. But that's going to be more fun. We, I, I mean, I that's I, correct. Sorry, that, that's, I'm I mean, nodding, but the, I realize yeah, US people, people be, can't. Yeah, I mean me that's nod. an extra thing, but that's still going to be awesome and obviously worthwhile. Well, we did for season ticket holders. It's a 15 game package. Okay. So 14 home games. Correct. So there's a 15th game unspoken for. Correct. Oh, so it could be. There's your Brexche. Well, no, nice. no, that, that's your Brexche. Is that Brexche showing up? Uh, I would count on hopefully an Open Cup game. Amanda. New Orlando City. We're not going to see Kaká and uh, at no, Slugger Field. But that'd I'm be not a, saying a, that. Another thing. Here's the thing: if we see so Kaká, either one. They're, that's, they're yeah, wins. that's a separate opportunity. They're for still us. awesome. I think it's fantastic. If we see Kaká at Slugger Field, we will have something to rub in St. Louis's nose. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, but if we see Breck Shea at Slugger Field, they'll have something to rub in our, our nose. Our nose. That's true. <laughs> Fair point. I kid, I kid if you're listening to Breck. Fair point. He actually played really well the last couple of games he played with. Uh, As a defender. With, with the uh, uh, wing back, kind of the, the wing back kind of thing. We'll get there. Um, he's only 24. He's Josie's age, for goodness sakes. That's true. Time. Uh, just not a fan. Um, You're not a fan. Not a fan of Josie, which is no. terrible because he's a big fan of yours. Shea. He yeah, is because he knows who I am. Um, no, Breck Shea. No, I think that's exciting. I think uh, you know I, I remember not being a domestic, huge domestic soccer fan until fairly recently. I remember the guys li- watching their an iPhone because they got Wi-Fi in Brazil watching the Revs play a U.S. Open Cup game mm. against some NASL, USL team. Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, okay, that's really cool. And let's explain what was going on. Now, that was a great. Yeah. So I think stuff like that is fantastic. And then more, again, more opportunities. That's knock key. Knockout tournaments. I yep. mean, that's, we, we're Americans. We like that stuff. Well, and it's neat, too. Like, it's only been recently that MLS teams have really taken it so serious. Yeah. Where, you know, for, for a few years, it was you're getting the reserve team players out on the field playing against the USL and ASL teams. So, but not anymore. You're now getting, they're putting first team players out there. Now they're putting first team players. So it's it's definitely evolved. I, the entire sport in, in the United States has evolved tremendously the last five years. So it's it's been really cool to be a part of that. I guess that's a good question I want to ask you is, uh, since you've been involved from the third division up, how have you seen it evolve? How has it evolved for you? when you started watching and playing, and then now how you're seeing it as it's come to, I, won't, I don't want to say come of age, but at 20 years, MLS, they're coming of age. Sure. It, well, it just is, it, it's so much more sophisticated now in, in every single way. I mean, from a game day experience, from a business operation standpoint, from um, the ability to, to secure sponsorships and sell tickets and um, just be, you know, a, a part of that, big league the, the a part of the big four um if you would now the other major league sports and fr- from a third division standpoint gosh it really has just been the last few years that it's just it's taken off mm-hmm. and 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 people know who we are they know who the league is and there's certainly a, a a long way to go too but um people are able to recognize names players that have played um in usl now playing in mls and um or you know we're getting players that we're on MLS contracts last year and now playing here in, in Louisville. So, um, and you have other players across the league doing the same thing. And, you know, from a, from a bigger scale too, with MLS, you have those international players that are recognizable names that are coming over here and 
Um, it's not just to retire. It's it's their plan um, in, in the prime of their years too. So it just it gives a lot more credibility to everything that we're doing in the United States, and um, it's just it's it's been fun to see that move and progress over the last few years. You know, I had um, when we signed Connor Shinowski from uh, United. DC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got. Uh, I didn't know we signed him because. I don't have alerts on my phone just yet. <laughs> but anyway, but I got uh, tweets from friends of mine that are in, in D.C. and that are guys that are involved with United and, and the uh, AO chapter there. Hey, great job signing him. He's a great guy, great kid. You guys will love him. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And and you're starting to see that. I thought it was actually three or four friends of mine that you know are really involved with both United and AO D.C. And I thought, again, I thought that was a very cool kind of thing. I was like, ah, oh, these are guys that can, you know. Yeah. He's, he's had some under 20, under experience. 20, under 20 experience, if I'm not mistaken, with the national team. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really cool kind of, okay, we're getting some serious players here. Yeah. That's all I got. Any more big signings you can discuss? We'll have some. Yes, we're not done yet. I was going to say, because game's roster. coming up. Yeah. Well, we announced Scott yep. today. Scott Goodwin, our, our goalkeeper. So we have... Someone minding the net now, which we're excited to get Scott here. He's, Where does Goodwin come from? He's been with the Carolina Railhawks. Railhawks of um, NASL. Yeah, of NASL and played at Carolina. Um, so grew up in North Carolina. So uh, great person and a great goalkeeper. So we were, we were really excited for him to, to find his way here. We should probably talk about the friendlies they've had so far. Yeah, absolutely. How are we doing with the friendlies? We're 2-0-1 right now. We've had a couple canceled, but uh, the UK game was, from what Coach said, a real eye-opener. Uh, all the chances that we made that didn't go in. Uh, in the interview, he seemed very upset, which when we had Coach on, I thought he was mild-mannered, and then all of a sudden I didn't realize that he is a uh, spark plug. I, I don't know how, I mean. Coach and I apparently he cusses together. I can imagine that he is a, uh, let's use the word feisty. Feisty. Like word? <laughs> I like that. Are we with feisty? I don't know. I feel like that's more for a, for a woman. Oh, oh. whoa, whoa. Why, <laughs> well, equal yeah, opportunity. Why Coach, can't a man be feisty? Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, was Amanda. that was Amanda. That was all Amanda. I mean, aren't we being feisty? <laughs> I guess maybe I should rethink uh, Amanda. the usage of that word. I, I, don't, I think <laughs> feisty. James is not feisty. One word. Go. Oof. Soft spoken. He's not gonna listen. I'm not worried about him listening. <laughs> no, he is gonna <laughs> listen Even because he, he said he listening. does listen. He oh. he said he's a hey, avid listener. Oh. To hey, well, so he la- listened to the last one couple months ago uh, i don't know yes. i'll ask him next time i see him he's falling out of he habit. has other takes three weeks to make a habit right so everybody's falling out of the habit of listening to this he right has now. other important things to be doing right now yeah uh but the L game was good it was a little rough uh i heard red card involved or guy got, I forget who uh, got was it a red card or was it a dismissal was not official was not officially shown i don't care if you get a red card against louisville i'm happy <laughs> i'm a kentucky fan come on where work with me here. which i love your hoops by the yeah, way hoop jerseys we're, we're pretty good he came close to getting a red card against uk as well nice just so as you know that's the definition of feisty <laughs> for those of you paying attention yeah male or female that's feisty anyway so yeah I, I i unfortunately i couldn't make it to any games i really want to go to lexington for the game that would have been a lot of fun uh it was last minute they had to Weather. move it from uh they moved it from <clears throat> What was the where where the do soccer stadium yeah. over to um, Lafayette? Yeah, Lafayette High School. So it was not. Wasn't ideal. Any wasn't more, ideal. Any more uh, friendlies going to be here locally that uh, folks can come out and watch? Lindsey Wilson. Tomorrow night. 
745, Assumption High School. On St. Paddy's Day? <clears throat> I guess you won't be there. Oh, well, no. The <laughs> Irish guy will be there. Uh, Seriously. Be He'll be Irish hanging around, won't he? will be at the game. All right, so where is it again? Assumption High School? Assumption High School Athletic Complex. Which, is, which yep. is off Bashford Manor, uh, the old fields there in the back by Newburgh. If I remember yep. my checking my weather earlier, the weather's supposed to be phenomenal tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Gorgeous. Not as phenomenal as today. It's still going to be good. Today was know. good. Today is, an I- Kentucky is awesome. today is an idea of what you should expect. Uh, today was great. By the way, for spring the in Kentucky is outside. getting ready to be, <laughs> You're getting ready to hit what is the best time of the year yes. in this entire state. Is the the run-up from... Now, granted, we had the ice probably a week and a half a little later than uh, we really wanted. But right now, it thaws out. You get sunny days like this, 70 degrees, wearing shorts, going outside. You get St. Paddy's Day, college basketball, LCFC starting out because that's our new oh. tradition. It's awesome. This is the best time of year to live. That in leads into April in the Derby season. We're going to be partying for the rest of the summer. Yeah, excellent. LCFC will, gets to be a part of it. I will be. Yeah, you're going to have a rough summer. Man. <laughs> it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Gonna be rough. Get some bad. sleep. Yeah, sleep now. <laughs> uh, so tomorrow night, and then what? Else, what, are, what are the other friendlies we have coming? Uh, and then we're headed to Indy Eleven. Headed to Indianapolis this Saturday. That's going to be the big one. Which our supporters groups are organizing the pregame. Mm-hmm. We got enough to play it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Apparently, they are about to hold practice, or they've and they have Thursday. Thursday. They reserved Seneca Park to practice. You should show up. They need a goalkeeper. You should show up. Did you hear that? That's from the GM. She said. When that. is it again? Thursday. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. I'll Damn. be at the Yum Center. Uh, oh yeah. Sorry. Kentucky first. Uh, I'll be at the Yum Center again, assuming we beat Manhattan or Hampton. It's a big assumption. <laughs> and that's not as much as you think. Man. It's just, well, I mean, this is this is the wow. issue you have this time of year is scheduling things right now. You have to schedule it, not necessarily around, but you have to take into account multiple sporting um, yeah. We've done uh, that. allegiances. I know, and we that's that. the other thing we were talking about earlier. Very yeah. well, I might add. Which, what, we moved kickoff to 3 o'clock, is that right? See. Yes. Oh, well, which we, we should probably had it as to, to be announced. To be announced. Oh, so everybody hates to be announced. I know. Yeah, nobody wants that. When are we going to play? But we did it. Three o'clock. Three, Three o'clock. o'clock which afternoon. you bring up a good point. We will be meeting at Slugger Field for a tailgate. There will be a march, and we'll be looking to march around two o'clock to be in the stadium by around two thirty, two forty-five. So for those of you who like to tailgate, there will be those options, and for you, those of you who like to march, there will be that option as well. We're just going to see how it goes. And I'll be tailgating. Probably food on sticks. Love food on sticks. I mean, isn't that how you tailgate? That's how you tailgate. Meat on sticks. No, no cheese on sticks, little chicken on sticks. It's like a fair. We'll go Brazil style. <laughs> Everything's on a stick. No, they had people that Except would walk up. Oh, they'd be on be, it's, no, yeah. No, no, oh, no. man. No, they were grilled. They had these little, those little carts. These little, uh, they pulled mm, up and had a That's not grill. the same. That's not the same. No, they had chicken. They'd have cheese. They had, and, well, there was some other so stuff. So you're trying to be there healthy. Was, there was chicken heart. I was not going to eat that. But they had uh, meats on. They had Where were you? Friday, six, on I the beach in Brazil. Brazil. In the oh, that's why Brazil chicken hearts. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't gonna eat chicken heart. But uh, and then we went to um, I went to a KC game that would they did their Brazil tailgate and they had all these meats on sticks. So I think we should do the same thing for our games. Are you still drinking caprinas? Anytime I get the chance. Damn nice, nice. So yeah. What else we got to talk about? We can talk about all kinds of stuff. I still want to touch. I think we've got about nine minutes left. I want to touch on that. I don't for, know for a four-hour long. Uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh no, we're we're gonna do an hour. It was about an hour. I think other podcasts are about an hour now. Oh, nice. Uh, that three-man back line. Oh, you do have more stuff. He does. He was just holding. He was holding out. Uh, I think the big thing I want to talk about is. Uh, I guess I want to rep 
couple other podcasts before we get into it. The uh, 502 podcast with Josh and Brad. Uh, at our town hall meeting, Josh was the gentleman who bought the season ticket for the St. Louis fan. <laughs> which, it, Brian, if you weren't there, uh, Brian, uh, Josh, uh, the 502 <laughs> podcast, stood up and said, you know, I'm not a soccer fan, but he wants to, he wants to understand it. And he said he was going to buy one season ticket package for anyone who was willing to. So a guy raises his hand unknowingly with a St. Louis Cardinals hat on and then gets booed ferociously. <laughs> it was beautiful. As he should. As he should have. The poor guy. I love this passion, by the way. Oh, man, it's great. Uh, but, yeah, Josh went on a limb, bought someone a season ticket, and I hope other people can do that for your friends. Uh, if you like soccer and you love soccer and you want your friends to be a part of it, you got to go out there and show them what it is because I guarantee after the first game there will be a lot of new fans. They just have to get out there that, for that Absolutely. first game. But, yeah, thanks, Josh, from the 502 podcast. Do check that out. Uh, he did buy that season ticket package, which we're very appreciative of. And then, of course, uh, Martin, who is our producer right now, is part of our other podcast content, the Two-Legged Tie, along with Mr. Eric Major. Uh, you guys will be doing that in the upcoming uh, months, I guess. We will be... Should be something out this week. There you go. Something out this week. Um, those are the main two things I wanted to rep, but let's talk about that three-man back line because I think it's brilliant if you have good athletic players. I don't know if U.S. is ready for it yet. We have a lot of good components. I think we have a lot of good wing backs. I don't know if they play great defense. Thoughts? Amanda, no? Amanda doesn't watch any other soccer. I know. Come than. on. She's, she's, she is so honed into she's her. Not e- she's not even drinking at the Bell Pro. particular game. Fair enough. That particular game. <laughs> So what you're saying is, once you know we start kicking into some more local, local friendlies, you're going to be at Saints to watch a game with us this summer. For sure. Ah, good answer. Good and well done. Well done. Uh, you know, it's complicated as all questions should be. Good questions should be. Uh, you've got Jermaine Jones as your center back, which is that's a thing, and uh, but you know he can distribute the ball, and so. You've got stuff like that going on, and then I think if you if you get a full squad and you can pay uh, Beasler and Jeff Cameron, who are very athletic guys, as your other two center backs, and then you get pacey guys like Yedlin and Fabian Johnson that can play as your wing backs, I, I think it can work against certain opponents. I think it's a uh, it's not it's the a go-to. recipe. Well, the problem is nobody plays it. That's the problem. And so these guys don't play it at their club. So to ask. Uh, you know, ask, uh, you know, and it depends, again, who your center backs are. If it's Omar and and, uh, and John Brooks, mm. uh, this is not maybe the best idea ever. No. Let's play four at the back. So it depends on opponents, but I think it's a good look, and I think in the right situations, we should absolutely go to it. I love it. I, th- I really do. I think it's a great aggressive style playing, and I, I'm uh, aggressive. So are you more about person. playing five in the back or three with wing backs? Well, that's what a, that's what a three, five... Three five two. Did, did I count all the players, Martin? Or a three five two. It's a three five two. It is. So it gives you an excuse to play two forwards, and it gives you five midfielders, which we we have a lot of good midfielders. So it gives you an excuse to get uh, Dempsey dropping back. You can play out the door. You can play Aaron Johansson when he gets healthy. You can also play speedy guys on the wings, like you get Josh Gow when he gets healthy. We've got Bobby Wood as a forward. We've mm-hmm. got a lot of good players. And it lets you play Clint more as an attacking midfielder, what we like to call the Amanda position. Ah. Right? So he gets to play. He gets to play the Amanda, and uh, and then you know you get Mix and, and and Bradley covering. So as long as you can get coverage on the wings, I kind of like it. I think it's a fun. I think it's a attractive way to play. 
uh, when you get four at the back, you know, uh, I, I think it's fine, but it depends on who you're playing and it depends on the, the lineups and who you have available. And so much of what we do is predicated on who's available on yeah. a day-to-day basis. Mm. Cause you know, you yeah. get how many, you know, Julian Green's been injured. Josh Jow's been injured. He looked great. And he, then that, uh, yes. And you got Greg Garza's been playing great. Injured. Is he going to be available? Is this guy, I don't know. Clearly, you have an opinion on this. I have an opinion on everything. <laughs> but, yes, I you have to ask the right question. This. I have an opinion on this. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, looking at the the players that are available, Yedlin is wasted if he's just simply a right back, which, of course, is what exactly Spurs will do. I'm sorry, Brian. I'm so true sorry. Story. But Yedlin, when he's going forward, it makes such a difference. I mean, it, it gives a reason to have Breck Shea starting, maybe. Uh, well, that's, uh, well, that's not yeah. a good enough reason. But, you know, remember Yedlin... The hair is the Yed- best Yedlin reason, played, obviously. Yedlin played in the midfield in the World Cup. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and by I mean, the way, amazingly fast. Amazingly. I mean, holy cow. He's so are you wasting him at right back? No, I don't think you waste anybody anywhere. I think if you get the right player in the right position... You, you get things, you know, there's things you can do. You know, Fabian Johnson is one of our best players. Mm, Fabian yes. Johnson's incredible. He really is. I mean, he's been looked at by Barcelona. Well, whether or not he goes there, there's a whole lot of, I think it's a little goofiness. I don't think it ever happens at his age. He just signed a new contract. Barcelona can't sign players for another year. I don't think it happens. But, I mean, you're talking about an extremely talented player that can play left, right, midfield, defensive back. So are you wasting him if you play him in the defense? I don't think so. If that's where your need is, are you are you utilizing him to his best ability? Scored, scored, a, goal, scored a goal from the defense when true. he was playing in Jacksonville. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, Amanda, what do you got? I would like to see some consistency with our men's national team. Ah, there it is. Me too. <laughs> I know it's, ten it's ten a games. Pretty frustrating. Lo- uh, I have to say, it's a frustrating team to watch when you see so much talent out there, and regardless of system. I mean, if we have the right players to play a different type of system and get forward and and getting the attack more than than great but it's just it i have to say it's it's frustrating to watch so much talent and not find a continuity and consistency with that team do you think we lose anything as the only person in this room i think that's ever played any soccer at anything even close to competitive level no oh, i was gonna say yeah i haven't no, no you have not me, no, not me. I, I have a schools uh, a wexford and wicklow county schools yeah. runners yeah. up medal i'll have okay, you know so Damn. Yeah, so, so martin medaled at the under nines <laughs> at wexford county so cheers uh so he's the only player here to actually have actually played anything close to competitive soccer i mean i played high school for goodness sakes at that in frankfurt kentucky um do you think it hurts us that we have such a mix of players where you have a lot of guys that are playing here in the U.S. You have a lot of guys that are playing in Europe. And we really don't get the band all together all that often. And Jurgen also looks at these as, you know, Jurgen's a big fan of the process, not the result. And mm-hmm. the end process yep. Yep, yep. is the Gold Cup. The end process is this. And so we have, just as a thought, I mean, mm-hmm. you think that plays into it because we mix it up a lot. A lot. I think we mix it up too much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to where you can't achieve that consistency. I mean, at a certain point, yes, these are elite players, national team players. So the thought is you should be able to step on the field and play with anyone. But there's something to be said about playing with someone and being familiar with them and comfortable with them. And just thinking back to um, the World Cup, it was – Again, I guess I just, you know, am repeating myself. It was just frustrating to watch what was on the on-field product after 
so much. I felt like in the Gold Cup, we had a little bit of a run there where we looked good. We were starting to look sharp, and you could see a style uh, with our way of playing. And, and then getting into the World Cup, and it just was like that we're not there. We, we weren't there. Um, we didn't hit the right level, and I don't know if – you don't know what to attribute that to. I was going to say, is it, is it formation? Is it personnel? Well, I mean, uh, my take on it, and uh, Taylor, Taylor, if you're listening, he and I went, uh, I mean, okay. we went head to head on this. Is I think the one player that he did not account for not make not playing was Josie Altador, and mm-hmm. Josie went down with an injury our, very early. Our in one, the World Cup. yep, and it was our one. And I wouldn't call him irreplaceable, but he chose not to take players that could replace him. Right, Eddie Johnson perhaps could have done it, but Terrence Eddie, Boyd. Terrence Boyd maybe, maybe. could have. Only because, yes. But but there was no one else. I mean, and, and be honest with you, there's no one else in our player pool that's equipped to play like Josie does. He's a very unique player. I would make the Zardes if he... No, today. Today, that's true. true. But that's true. last summer, no. No, none. Zardes who? Exactly. You know? So I think I think you're right. But I think that blew up the entire game plan. Mm-hmm. You know, Aaron Johansson played in the first game. Didn't play another minute. He yeah. looked. He looked. He had an ankle. Lackadaisical. He had an ankle. Oh. He had surgery as, as soon as the World Cup was over. Oh. So he has. He's just now starting to play again. Oh. But he's a sniper. I mean, this isn't a hold-up player. And you need, if you're going to be the U.S. Yes, we have good players, but we are not on the level of no. the top ten countries. We're not. And so we need a hold-up guy that can buy that extra five, ten seconds for everybody else to catch up. Let's get upfield. Let's release some pressure. And I don't think that... Wando can't do that. Dempsey shouldn't have to do that. Don't get me started with Wando. Okay, sorry. Um, but um, Worst selection over Brett. Started. He had one job to do. And he couldn't even do it. And he didn't do it. And sorry, he's supposed to be a great guy. And anyway, by all accounts, he is a great guy. But sure. anyway, he had one job to do. But um, no, but I think that's the I think that's the thing is that you only have... When, and Josie, again, has a unique skill set that nobody else in the U.S. player pool has. And the guys that maybe could have done it were left off the roster. And I think that's the one thing you can look back at Jurgen that maybe he should have done differently. But, you know, you get situations, a guy like Eddie Johnson, who's a talented player, but if he doesn't get on the field, he can be a little difficult to get a hold, you know, to deal with. Terrence Boyd's very young. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm with you. I agree with you. There was no backup plan for that. Mm-mm. There's a backup plan everywhere mm-hmm. else, but there was no backup plan for that. And so when that happened, it was. What the hell do we do? Well, let's re- let's revert back and let's get results. And at the end of the day, it's about results. So right. I'm with you on that. But it was a little terrifying sitting uh, there. And, uh, yeah. And, and uh, was it Manaus with uh, Germany just shellacking your goal and just I hoping mean... for the or just hoping for the best? But they, uh, yeah. And then you know, of course, the Belgium game. Let's not talk about that one. That's we, were we, were, we were there. Wando hurts my feelings. We were right there. There's nothing to say bad about that. We lost to a great. We lost to yes. a very. We got out of the group of death. True. We lost. We we had an opportunity to win it. The end of the game. True. And it, we, we were this. We were. If you could see my fingers, we were this close. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Anybody that says we were we should have done better in the World Cup, I politely disagree with you. I think if you win the World Cup, thinking this is we're going to do better than that, you're out of your mind. Fair enough. So, yeah. Duffy, counterpoint? Rebuttal and or counterpoint? No, I think we agreed, didn't we? We agreed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I think this is a good place to stop as any. We have rambled on for long enough, and 
That bottle's half empty? Yeah, I mean, that's not bad. I thought we were, we were going to make... A the bottle's half. a little more than half. Okay. The second L8 has not been opened, but we're out of ice. Yeah, no, and I don't. Really I'm not going to have my that. car all day. Oh. Just so you know, we're drinking Kentucky cocktails. Yes. L8 and Old Forester brought to you by Kentucky. It's just straight up. Just, just, just right. Kentucky, yeah. Just, damn yeah. Did yeah. you get paid for that? No. Hmm. I don't need it. I'm just happy to be drinking it. Glad they produce it. We have low taxes, so that pays for itself. Yeah. You know, I'm just happy you made it to the show. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, I'm uh, yeah, I'm happy we finally got it on there a month a month later. Stupid ice storms, freaking ice storms, climate change. <laughs> um, I want to thank you for coming on today, Amanda. Brian, as always, thank you for being here. You're the best. Uh, Martin, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Martin, thank you for producing. Uh, we will be back with you hopefully soon, bi-weekly. Are we in- Two I weeks? mean, I we always say it. Let's hope for it. Let's hope for two weeks. Maybe well, no snowstorm. Next week is Augustus. Yes. Oh, so we're gonna do Augustus next week. Well, he he will hopefully be singing. We're gonna That's get him. Right. So Augustus singing next week, and then we're gonna have the pregame or yeah. not the pregame, but the uh, yeah. postgame uh, podcast post- before the game. There you go. Because well, we're two weeks away, right? Two so weeks next week. Saturday. Oh no, next Saturday. week will be. Today's the 16th. We're 12 we, days we out. We have to do one next week. Okay. So if you're listening, we will be doing one next week. We don't have a choice in that. Pretty much. Sorry. Just the way it is. Uh, So you've been listening to Barrel Proof Radio. In the future, please listen to 502 Podcast and the Two-Legged Podcast, which will be out next week, according to Martin. This week. This week. Oh, even better. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Again, this has been Barrel Proof that you've been listening to. Thank you.